Welcome back, friends. Hello. <laughs> we are going to jump right in this week with acts of service in our love language series, I guess. You guess? <laughs> yeah. I guess it's a series, technically part of the relationship series, but yeah. A mini series within a series, I guess. I don't know. I forgot we were doing relationships. But okay. <clears throat> okay. So, I mentioned last week that I would take the quiz. Mm-hmm. And I did. So, I will share my results before we jump into the chapter itself. As I assumed not a lot has changed words of affirmation is still number one and then quality time is right behind it as it was before the one thing that did change was acts of service acts of service used to be number three and physical touch it still is number three sorry I meant number five number five and physical touch was number three is what I meant to say. Uh, so those two swapped places. Interesting. Why do you think they swapped places? Because mm. like, now physical touch has like nothing to do with your love languages at all. Like it's just one point as opposed to five points where it's like mm, it's there but not really. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think back to the last time I took it, like what was going on in my life. Um, yeah, maybe it's literally just a change in what's going on in my life. I don't know. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So I thought that would be cool to share. Thanks for sharing. Yeah. So what do you feel about this chapter? Well, acts of service is my love language. So, um, it made sense. But at the same time, um, I like that he explained it because it... I guess what I'm saying is it shows a side that a lot of people don't understand. Like, mm-hmm. why are you doing this? And it's like, it's yeah. not about, oh, I'm doing it just because I want to prove to you. I'm doing it because I'm trying to help you out. And in order for me to show how much I love you, mm-hmm. I'm going to take some burden off of your plate. Yeah. So yeah. I appreciated that too. Um, Got what I was about to say. That's okay though. So, what's the first thing that jumped out at you since this is your primary love language? Uh, I would say. So, there's a scenario because I have the couple book. Mm-hmm. There's a scenario about a couple that asked him, Can a couple stay together if they disagree on everything? And so. Hmm. Um, he pretty much said, okay, give me examples. And then he saw that they were mad at each other for 
not doing specific things, but what it was was they were what it was was they were um it was like I'm not mad at you that you keep on hanging out with your boys. I'm mad at you because you're not helping me around the house. Mm-hmm. So it's like little things like that. Like, I don't know how to explain it, but yeah. Yeah, that's funny you said that specific scenario. Because like the last two, we had like a song to go with um, the love language. But I couldn't find one. Um I mean, but what what does acts of service mean to you if you were supposed to put a song to it? Oh, well, I was you said helping around the house, but he has a, a short video on YouTube, like his own YouTube channel, Gary Chapman, the author. It was animated, but it was literally the exact same thing. So there was a family of four, mom and a dad and two kids. And um, it was literally going around in a loop like mom would be, you know, doing the work cleaning up around the house and Mm -hmm. the kids would be messing it up again and dad was just there with the newspaper um kind of just looking every now and again and he noticed that she stopped showing him affection on the day-to-day because he wasn't doing anything around the house to help and once he observed that he started doing more and all was well with the mom or the wife but see this is the issue too that popped up but there was a section that talked about doormat versus lover Mm -hmm. and um doormat versus lover and the love the thing is like it talks about making requests and so he got walked on if you're not gonna ask for something then you're not gonna get it so you gotta Request, not demand, but you have to say like, "Hey, this is what's going on." And so, um, when he was talking to the couple about, "Oh, I'm mad that you keep on going to go hang out with your friends mm-hmm. as opposed to staying home to wash the car or to help out around the house," it was like, "Well, have you said something to him?" No, because you keep on criticizing him, and instead of criticizing, you need to let him know what you would like instead of just criticizing. Mm. And so that whole scenario that you brought up, it's like I could understand why he or that couple was having problems because no one was saying anything to each other. No one was requesting. Yeah, literally. It's interesting. Your scenario is quite different from mine. Obviously, it's for a different targeted population. But the scenario in mine was... A single woman attended one of his conferences, and she stayed behind, you know, to meet him, talk to him, blah, blah, blah. And um, her situation was she met this guy at church, and he started doing just random acts of kindness or mm-hmm. service, like, for her. Um, one day, the first day that they met, um, it was raining outside, so he took her to her car and his umbrella and after that he started being more <clears throat> uh showing her more love i guess mm-hmm. and um she asked him she's like i have this great friendship that i don't want to ruin but he's literally the nicest guy i've ever met and we're technically dating cuz we've been out on dates and stuff and neither of us are talking to anyone else 
but what do I do? Because I'm not romantically attracted to him. Mm-hmm. And um, I was like... Wait, she says she's not romantically attracted to him, but she wants to get to know him? <laughs> yeah. So, he helped her dissect that, and he thought to ask, so, what does your relationship with your dad look like? Mm-hmm. Okay, I see what this yeah. is like. Mm-hmm. I see why she wants to get to know him. Okay. Yeah. So, that was exactly it for her, and eventually romantic feelings developed. Um, but... My mind went the opposite of that. Um, I even wrote it down in the book to ask. It's... So there was a part where he's mentioned some people grow up in homes where their tall actions speak louder than words. And so um, that's probably one of their primary love languages if they grew up that way. But if they did not... And they start experiencing that um, in their adult life, then they're not gonna know how to accept it if they didn't grow up think, knowing that actions speak louder than words. And so I wrote down, um, "Women who don't let men take care of them." Do you think that there's a relationship there between those two, like? If a woman doesn't let a man take care of her? Yeah. A lot of women have difficulties letting go of their independence. There can be a relationship, but this is the thing. He talks about stereotypes and how... Mm-hmm. Um, and how that in today's society... Um, well, back in the day, sorry. It talks about how, like... There's specific roles for women and men, but mm-hmm. now we have evolved, mm-hmm. and so it's like there's just because you know people still think that women should do this and let men do that. Mm-hmm. It's not to say that a woman can't throw the garbage out or whatnot. You can <laughs> still have a relationship with a woman who's independent, but she also has to do the whole give and take thing, also. So, like. I think I'm fairly independent. I go about my own business and I have a job. Mm-hmm. That's one thing I'll never give up if I ever get married. But, I mean, there are different ways for men to take care of you. You just have to find them. True. That's absolutely correct. I just, because um, I see that a lot on social media um, talking about well, I'm independent, I don't really need a man, or, um, and then people rebuttal with, with, oh, let the man take care of you, you don't have to be, like, me, myself, and I, and conquer the world alone. Well, anybody who does me, myself, and I, that's not how life is supposed to go, regardless if you want to get married or not, you have to let people help you. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a pride issue. Either that or they just don't understand how to because that's just how, like you said, it goes back to how they were nurtured. Mm-hmm. So. True. Um, any other points in your book that you want to talk about first? You can go first. Okay. Um, so this section talks about every man for himself. It just talks about 
the fact that this is probably one of the hardest love languages to adapt to um, if it's not your primary. Um, and one of the questions he asks that a lot of people ask him is, why should I do something for others that they can do for themselves? That's kind of going back to the independence thing. Not, not just women feel independent and they don't have to need a partner in this life. A lot of people feel that way. But what are your thoughts on that? Since this is your primary love language. Why do people... Why should I do something for for others they can do for themselves? Do for themselves. Mm-hmm. Because it's just... <laughs> it's the right thing to do. Okay, so my logic behind doing something for someone is because uh-huh. it's appreciated regardless of of the fact that I get a thank you or not even a thank you. It's just I'm doing it because I know that they'll appreciate it in their own way. And let's apply that spiritually if you want to. Why did Jesus die on the cross? I always think about that. Mm -hmm. Or why did he heal? Or why did he make the 5,000 eat? food in abundance when they could have left and got up and gotten the food themselves but it was because he knew that if they got up and left then they would miss the blessing and in itself acts of service is a blessing and people don't know how to take blessings are you sure you're not a preacher (laughs) not at all (laughs) not at all not in any shape (laughs) Hey, I've heard people say Jesus was the first social worker. He was. He was also out there preaching the word, too, so. He was. But see, like, that's the thing. Like, when it comes to acts of service mm-hmm. or whenever it comes to any love language, you always have to apply what would Jesus do in my head. So it's hmm. like Jesus put us in front of him so mm-hmm. that comes with acts of service it's you putting that person in front of you to show that I'm putting you as a main priority in my life yeah yeah I I get that completely good answer good answer <laughs> <laughs> so do you struggle with acts of service Um, I feel like I used to a lot more like in back maybe three to five years ago I feel like I was a lot more selfish as opposed to selfless and I'm still not 100% selfless um but I do have work to do for sure um I would like to eventually be fluent in all five not necessarily meaning I really feel that. like that's impossible for any human but if you ever achieve that let me know <laughs> but continue yeah or at least speak a dialect of each because you want to reach your community the best way that you can so like it's meeting people where they're at so if they are acts of service then I would like to be able to speak that to them. I understand that. Yeah. I get that part. Like, my sister told me a long time ago is that, like you said, you got to meet people where they are. And so she used to run this business. I don't know if she still does it. Who knows? But she was <laughs> saying how when it comes to networking, everybody speaks differently 
even mm-hmm. though they may speak the same language as you. Mm-hmm. So one person might be more empathetic while someone's more cut the BS and another person's more like um, they're, the tone was wrong. So you have to learn how to network with specific personalities. Definitely. So with the acts of service or physical touch or quality time or whatnot, like you said, like just kind of learn how to meet people where they are. That's pretty cool that you brought that up, and that just reminded me of that. Hmm. Yeah. Um, it's all related. If you just de- think about definitely, it. definitely. <laughs> so <laughs> in my um edition of the book, he has a, a section titled "Mr. Helpful," and I just laughed when I saw it because I immediately thought about your book <laughs> and the misters and I was like that's actually kind of funny not that you have a mister helpful but absolutely not <laughs> he wouldn't be in the book oh that's so funny um but yeah the, but mister helpful was basically the person that the girl was referencing um who was being really kind to her but she just wasn't physically or romantically attracted to him okay um what else um so there were two things that he brought up Mm -hmm. when we treat our spouses as objects we preclude to the possibility of love or we preclude the possible the we preclude the possibility of love so mm-hmm. one thing he brought up was manip- manipulation by guilt, yes, and coercion by fear. Coercion by fear. So manipulation by guilt is, if you do this, then, or if you love me, you would you do would this do for this me. for me. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then the one by fear, coercion by fear. You'll do this if you if you don't do this, you'll be sorry. It's like you're threatening them. It's like, well, what's mm. the possibility of that? See, that's and, borderline emotional abuse and along the lines of gaslighting oh it is emotional abuse for sure because and i would say mental abuse because the thing is like what you're doing is you're getting in their head by saying Mm -hmm. well i have to do this for him and it's like no i want to do this for him yeah i don't go ahead i'm just agreeing oh okay i don't know if you remember that episode on the cosby show (laughs) I'm in love with the Cosby's. Who cares? Mm-hmm. And there's an episode where ah, her Sandra's mm-hmm. fiance, Elvin, is it Elvin? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Elvin was like, oh, I didn't know Miss Huxtable. You did those that kind of stuff. <laughs> I knew that's what you were about to, to say. Um, him, whatever, and Claire she was getting was like, him coffee or something. Yeah, she asked Mr. Huxtable or um, Bill, Bill, like. Um, do you want a drink or something? And then he was like, oh, I didn't know that you did that kind of stuff. And Claire was like, what stuff? And he's like, serve. And she was like, listen here. <laughs> she went off. She did. But then it makes sense when she yeah. said what she said because she told him, I do it because I want to. Yeah. Not because I have to. Serving you know what's is something so that you funny? do in a restaurant. It... <laughs> it, my mom, my sister and I like not necessarily make fun of or mock but my mom 
definitely 1000% acts of service. Mm-hmm. And so, um, like, well, if my dad's on the way home from prayer meters or something, and she just so happened to be at home, um, instead of going, she, or he'll call and be like, hey, I'm 20 minutes out. Um, and she's like, okay, well, what do you want? And we're just like, can he not do that for himself? Like, nine times out of ten, because he doesn't like to eat very late. Mm-hmm. It's just going to be some fruit or something small. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, he can open the refrigerator and do that for himself. Right. But now that you bring that up, I'm just like, you know what? It's because she wants to. Right. Not because she has to exactly. or anything. It's yeah. the thought that, oh, she went out her way. Mm-hmm. So. I like that. There is a quote that was said, people uh-huh. tend to criticize their spouses most loudly in the area where they themselves have the deepest emotional needs. Repeat that one more time. <laughs> <laughs> people tend to criticize their spouse most loudly in the area where they, they themselves have the deepest emotional need. Sheesh. That's not even just marital. That's like in life in, in life, general. period. You know, someone told me... Um, when people have to proclaim stuff like, oh, I'm grown, I'm this, I'm that, they're the complete opposite of what they're proclaiming to be. It's true. I mean, okay, I hate when people say that because then I feel so bad because when I'm talking to my parents, there's just certain things that they do to me. I'm like, okay, you have to remember that I no, no, am yes. a certain age here. Correct. You can't keep doing that. There's a time and place to say, I'm a grown person. Thank you very much. Absolutely. I agree with that. But like back when we were teenagers and we didn't know anything about being grown. Oh, I'm grown. Oh, my grown woman-ish. Um, usually you're just throwing out your or masking your insecurity, insecurities yeah, sure. about adulthood or yeah. whatever it is that's actually bothering you. Because if you can constantly... Put it out there about what you are. You're probably not. So I always tell people, whenever people get upset in a situation, the way that they react is a chain reaction from something that happened in the past. It's never on you. And so when people, just like it says, when they criticize other people, it's because they themselves feel down about themselves or Mm -hmm. they view themselves a specific way definitely i don't know if that has anything to do with acts of service but it is doing something for me so i'm I'm sure it did something for other people too that uh that are listening i i like that a lot so um circling back to the girl that stayed behind to talk to him Mm -hmm. um she was just really trying to figure out how to break it to this guy that like listen I'm not really attracted to you and so homeboy why was she so pressed to talk to girl, this guy girl I don't know <laughs> but I, I guess she just didn't want to lose the friendship if like if she started distancing herself which was her initial plan but homeboy was like no you're an adult this is how you can approach it um, I'm not going to read the entire thing, but I just wanted to highlight the fact that, just like you said earlier, we have to request and not demand. Mm-hmm. Literally, we said this last week too, closed mouths do not get fed. Right. 
So if you want something to change, you've got to advocate for yourself mm-hmm. and promote that change or lead by example and say, hey, this is how I I would like to be treated. Right. And if you can't get on this bandwagon, then you can hop off right here at exit three. I am done. <laughs> <laughs> exit three. <laughs> okay. Uh, Anything else? Well, you brought up a good point because um, when I mentioned those two things, manipulation of fair and coercion, Mm -hmm. no manipulation by guilt and coercion by fair, those people don't really stand up for themselves. They're the Mm -hmm. doormats. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you have to make sure whenever you're doing something, when you love someone, that it's not out of guilt or fair. You're not manipulated or you're just trying to like keep the relationship together. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's true. Mm. Yeah, and it goes back to communication, like com- communication and education. In my mind, make the world go round. Cause, I mean, it's a part of love, which what a lot of people say make the world go round. Um, like with, I'm not saying without communication and education, you can't love because that's not completely true, but education in the sense of for relationship's sake, like self-awareness. Okay. This is what I can be doing to better my relationship. Of course. Um, getting a better comprehension of why you're doing. Exactly. And then communication being open with your friends, your family, your uh, significant other, spouse, co-workers, boss, being open and communicating what it is that you need um, or what you want to change about a situation mm-hmm. or how you feel that you need to go about a situation. Open and honest communication mm-hmm. is what definitely and will enhance a re- any kind of relationship. Has anyone, before we wrap up whatever this conversation is, um, has anyone done an act of service or have you ever done an act of service to somebody else and you felt good about it? Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying to think of a specific instance. Anytime anyone pays for my food, I love it. <laughs> that was very shallow. That was shallow, but I that's know. okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I was laughing about it. Um, I feel like every time you ask me a question, I always blank related to that too. <laughs> I always related to my job. Um, so right now at work, there's a lot of stuff going on and I can't see certain people because of insurances or whatever. And, um, so I have like one or two people that I agree to see for free for a little bit. Um, look at God using you. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like that was an active service. So it was technically, I guess, in a professional setting. You can use love language anywhere. 
Yeah, because you could have been like, no, my time is valuable. But you know what? When you do the acts of service, God sees that and he's going to bless you some other way. You right, girl, you right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, that makes me feel good to be able to help people, um, whether it's bringing money into my bank account or not. Um, Mm -hmm. So people ask me, do I love what I do? Yes, I do. Like, it's great to be paid for it now as opposed to a couple of months ago when I was an intern. It felt more like a burden because I was just trying to get out of school. Uh-huh. But um, now that I have the option to do it for free, and I'm not going to say I can see everybody for free because oh, I have bills to pay out. and I have... Don't tell them where you work. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Helping people in any way, whether it be through my job or um, if I do ever carry cash, sometimes if I do have it, I'll try to roll it down my window and give it to the person that's on the corner. So really, sometimes if it's if it's a twenty, nah, I probably need that for my gas tank, but. <laughs> Acts of service, you never know. God might have another 20 bucks waiting for you. That's real life, though. But, yeah, sometimes if I have it or if I have, like, a granola bar or something that I didn't eat for my snacks that I packed to work, um, I'll give it to them if I have something. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. But a lot of times I don't carry cash, so I don't do it as often as I feel like, like I could. To? Yeah. Have you ever thought of buying groceries specifically for that reason? Like having a box of granola bars in your car just to pass out to see? I have not, but that's a grand idea. Listen, I want to try that one day. The whole giving money thing, I've already expressed that I have a problem because as someone Mm -hmm. who studied social work, no. Yeah, no. I don't always do the money thing, even if it's a dollar bill. Like, <laughs> hmm. I don't always do that. But, um, yeah, that's a great idea. But, you know, I tried to give someone a granola bar once, and they were like, no, that's okay. And I was like, well, then you're not hungry. Then or... your son shouldn't say hungry. <laughs> what the And heck? I was like, okay. I mean, of course, I didn't say, well, you're not hungry to their face. But I was mm-hmm. like okay have a good day and rolled up my window but I was like alright I mean beggars can be choosy speaking of love tonight being Mary Jane finally airs <laughs> who do you think she's gonna um, pick girl honestly I, I was supposed to catch up not catch up refresh my memory and watch the, the series on Netflix but I didn't have the time she's gonna pick Michael Ely always does it just makes sense for her in yeah. my eyes because the other guy was like this guy that came and picked her off her feet which she needed that type of love because she's always had these guys that walked on her mm-hmm. but she chose those type of men remember mm-hmm. ladies you picked him anyways yes. so <laughs> so when you see someone who's like just a friend and it just works out well that's the best kind of love no but for real yeah but that's just 
my thoughts. What do you think? Um, I don't remember any other guys but Michael Ely. Like, I remember their faces, but, like, I don't remember any of the drama surrounding it. Um, Michael Ely was her um, boss. Boss, that's right. And then the other guy was a comedian or something. The dark oh, yeah, guy. the British guy. Yes. Was he British on the show? But... He was British. Okay. But I can't remember whether he's not in real life. But anyways. So. Ugh. Yeah, she's going to choose Michael Ely. There's no way that she's going to choose the comedian. No, it can't work. In all <laughs> actuality, it can't work. In my head. It's too bad that they didn't show this in theaters. Mm. That would be so lit, but it probably didn't ring in enough money. And you have to remember that Being Mary Jane actually got canceled after its, I think, second episode. Like, in the first season. And mm-hmm. then they came back out with it a couple months later. Yeah. So. But. Um... Next week's love language is da 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 da. I feel like gift giving would be a great follow up yeah. to acts of service because I feel like some They're people confuse the two. Yeah, and I would like to see what he has to say about or it, whether he addresses it or not um, about how people can can confuse the two. For sure. Yeah. So. Speaking of gift giving, um, any gift givers out there? My cash app is... I'm just kidding. <laughs> we're going to end the show now. I wish y'all could see her face. <laughs> now we're going to talk about gift giving next week. I cannot. And... <laughs> wow. Oh, man. That's funny. Um, so be prepared to hear about that. And... I challenge you guys. Ooh challenges i'd like to do something out of the goodness of your heart and the ordinary yes to do a random act of service for someone and don't just do it because it's good karma or it's the right (laughs) thing to do do it because you know that person would appreciate it and it's connected to them so for example Mm -hmm. if you know someone is struggling with groceries Maybe cash out them grocery money or go grocery shopping for them for like a couple items and give it to them. Mm-hmm. See, that's an act of service. Don't just go to someone's house to clean it just because and their house is already clean. <laughs> Don't do that. But do something because you know that that person needed Needs it, it. Yeah. And they will appreciate it. Yeah. And it will be a load off of them. Exactly. Yeah. That's what it's all about. And at the end of the day. So that's I a like challenge. That. Mm, put that on our challenge board on the fridge. There you go. And if any of you came up with any good stories, go ahead and um, write it on the Facebook page, which is the Commonplace Podcast. Mm-hmm. And then there's... Or you can email us at mm-hmm. commonplacepodx at gmail.com. We love hearing from you guys. And if we get a story in by the next week, maybe we'll share it on the podcast all right have a good evening adios peeps